you could handcuff it to yourself and uh, make yeah. it look real important, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. People would be wondering, who, who is that with the briefcase? Well, they would. For, you would for sure. People would think you were a terrorist, and you would be. <laughs> you would spend the rest of your life in Guantanamo Bay. Okay. Um, for the sake of backgammon, so I hope it was all worth it. Two can play that game. Hello, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. That's right. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. Nope. Uh, We're going to need you to hit stop right now (laughs) and eject the CD that you're listening to (laughs) and toss it out the window onto the highway. That's right. Um, Route 66. We know you all listen to your podcasts on CDs. You can yeah, you can you can certainly email us, uh, and we'll send you a CD. <laughs> Andrew, will get right Careful. on that. <laughs> <Careful. what> you... <laughs> I got. I probably still have a spindle of uh, be... CDRs somewhere in my house, and uh... be spending the weekend burning CDs, <laughs> feeling the burn. Know what I mean? Yeah. And what I do mean is burning CDs of this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, for Uh, all of the, I sent it to all the presidential candidates. (laughs) That Um, that joke's going to age. Yeah, well, it could be any time. People run for president all the time, time. Andrew. I'd say roughly every four years. Uh, um yeah but uh, get out of here if you got more than one friend we don't want we yeah. don't want you we're talking about two-player games and uh you know what pete what two-player game are we talking about this week let's talk about backgammon andrew backgammon now this i feel like this is a backgammon. game this is a game that everybody's heard of but no uh-huh. nobody's played yeah it's a good point it's um i mean people who people who li- uh, like backgammon are like i like backgammon <laughs> and then everyone else is like Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. Right? Yeah. I'd say if you if you could sum up because as we established, not very many people have played backgammon. I feel like the old. Mm, I don't want to offend anybody here, but the the, it's not uh, gonna age well. No. <laughs> but they'll be aging well. You're looking great, honey. Yes, all you and fellas. Aged people maybe have played. Love aged is who they, they maybe they, have they don't want to be called aged for it sure. It was more popular back. They want to be called well, fly we'll fly girls and fly boys. We'll get into this. I mean, it was more popular in the 1960s, 70s, and than it is today for sure. Mm, free love. But anyway, it was a lot popular back in the 60s and 70s, baby. That's right. And free, let's just say peace, love, and backgammon. Some of it led to diseases, <laughs> and some of it led to terrific board games. <laughs> so if you had to sum up this terrific board game in one sentence uh, right for all those people who've never for all those people who have never played backgammon how would we sum it up here's my one sentence summary of backgammon one sentence explanations the game where you find out what it would be like if a pair of dice ran your life for roughly 10 minutes (laughs) yeah that's that's pretty accurate i'd say that this is although you're just kind of using it's an abstract game, right? Is this an abstract game? This uh, is your sentence? No, 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 no. I'm asking you a question. <laughs> okay. Even though this is an abstract, this is an abstract game. Yeah, it's an abstract. I, I think yeah. it's 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 kind of a metaphor for a badly planned fire escape route. Oh. Because uh, the 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 game is you're trying to get everybody off the board. Okay. And it's a big traffic jam. People falling all over each other. This is grim. 
This you know? is one of the most grim things I've ever seen come out of your mind. Yeah. Uh, wow, you've been thinking about this, uh, this, these deaths for a long it's time. It's like, hey, let's get like. out of here. You know, it's like, <laughs> um, and cool. then if you lose, you're done. Right. There is always one winner and one loser, and the one loser's family dies in the fire, is <laughs> what you're saying. <laughs> yep. All right, fair enough. And they didn't have life insurance. And this is the, there are 15, everybody has 15 pieces. So this is a big old family. Yeah. It's one of those Irish Catholic families. Well, um, yeah, maybe. And they're dead. Thanks. Thanks for not playing better. Backgammon. That's Backgammon. The, all right. So what are we talking about here? Let's. They should paint. They should paint. They should paint faces of your children on all the p on your backgammon pieces. And that's what all the pros do to make them to give them the extra motivation. No, that would actually be great because then yeah. th- then it'd be like, oh, which ones are you going to take off first? Oof. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. Then you right there you go. <laughs> then uh, that might hurt because you're like, it's actually smart for me to get little Billy off. Right. This uh, board first, but uh, he ain't worth it. So uh, <laughs> this could have been like a Titanic, you know, uh, game. You know, Ooh, it's like class warfare. Yeah, Snowpiercer esque. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, something like that. I don't yeah. Know. All right, so I'm, I'm sure there are tons of people who have already turned this off because they have no idea what we're talking about. But <laughs> those people, who and some stop... people turned it up, baby. <laughs> those um, people who turned it up, what are we talking about? Yeah, here? What is yeah, this yeah, game? yeah. Let's get a quick explanation of this game going. So I'm looking at a board here. It's kind of like che- you have checkers, right? That's what they call it. Actually, they literally call them checkers. I don't right. know if they just were out of words at that point in the English language. <laughs> I don't know, but they. It's weird. It's like. Uh, when they created Monopoly, if somebody was like, okay, and these, we call these things rooks. And it's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's just another game, dude. Uh, But anyway, yeah, they're called, the pieces that you move are called checkers. Everybody has, uh, each player has 15 of these checkers. 15 checkers. And the board is kind of just, I don't know, it's like a rectangle and it's got Mm -hmm. these like trying like really tall triangles like spikes yeah they're uh like a little like mountains there's yeah it's like a mountain range almost there's a or teeth uh actually yeah if you hold up the board like like i'm doing here right it mm-hmm. kind of looks like it's pretty a pretty trippy big monster teeth big monster teeth basically it's kind of like um the japanese horror movie house uh, uh if you know the poster for that one uh, okay. and i know y'all do what are they called peaks uh, or points? points they're called points they're yeah, called there points. you go well that's the, okay that's clearly what these things are they're points they're, they're points. just triangles they're... there's <laughs> and there's 24 of them and there's there's essentially four quadrants right yes. there's um and each quadrant has six of these things so there's 24 all together you're trying to move your checkers, I guess, around. You're going counterclockwise in this, right? And then you're you're trying to move them around the board counterclockwise, all until you. And you're trying to take them all off the board. That's the game. The goal. Right, the game. right, 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 right. It's like uh, if you know Mancala, it's kind of similar to that. You're just like moving pieces along these like points that you stop at, yeah. basically, and distribute these these guys. You, um, do, you do that by rolling the dice, right? And you can you roll two dice, mm-hmm. two dice, and the dice show the number of moves you 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 can take. You can, yeah. you have to take that number. So like let's say that you roll the dice and you get a two and a four. You can move one piece two spots and then four spots, or you can move one piece two spots. And another piece four spots. Yeah, that's basically it. that's it. Points, not spots. There, let's be. I'm th- I got cool spot on the mind. I've been drinking a lot of Seven Up, baby. <laughs> oh, nice! Um, wow. Um, yeah, I'm revved up. That's well, why they, these kind of do look like that uh, cool spot guy. You, know, you can put a little God, sunglasses on them. But yeah, I could put sunglasses on these yeah. little sunglasses. I just gotta make a stop at the dollar store. Real I'd quick. love it. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be great, actually. That's one way to pump this baby yeah. up. Let's yeah. remember that for a next seg- for a segment in the future. The um, one thing that really kind of gets me with this is that the starting position of all the checkers is not. It's not like you're all starting all at one end and trying to get to the other end. It's like right. it seems almost random how you have like 
two on this one, five on this one. Right. It's very on much one. not random. It's they're all there is a there are set points where you're supposed yes. to put certain ones, but it's, but there's no reason for why. I, maybe somebody came up with that a good way. reason. Who knows? For it there's probably some sort of like real racist war that was at the root of all this or something like that. <laughs> probably just math. I don't know. Could be math. Yeah. Math's the root of all. So evil. some of them are closer to the end than others, right? So you're trying to, mm-hmm. um, and that's that that you know dictates certain certain amount of the strategy. It's it's like in chess where like you know all of your pieces have a very specific starting point, yeah, and that gets worked into the, the strategy essentially. That okay. that comes up again, I okay. feel like in this game. But that's it. You're ju- you're literally just trying to get well high dice rolls so that you can move your pieces the quickest. This is also what's called a race game. Um, hmm. uh, the good kind. of... Wait, they're all good. Damn it. Um, <laughs> the competitive... You know what the word I'm trying to say is. This is a race game. Like Speed Racer. You're trying to get your pieces off the board before yeah. your opponent. Now let me tell you about the, the one thing that I think is makes this game fun mm. that I think it would not be what it is without it is okay. if, if you leave if you leave one checker on a ten like because you can stack them on top of each other on these points right mm-hmm. so if you leave one by itself with nothing else stacked that's called a, a blot blot sorry thank you and, and you uh, can hit the blot right if you if your opponent lands on that boom he's got to start all the way over again mm-hmm. which I love and and you yes. have to bring him back in on the next turn so you can really screw people over with this yeah that is exciting uh hit I and I also feel like hit the blot Sounds like a '60s. That's like that's an LSD reference, isn't it? Don't you hit the blot? And so I, I feel know. like that's a that's a completely groovy reference. It's a gr- on it's their totally. part. It's it's kind of I like the game because it's kind of a combination of uh, there's definitely some skill. I think what, if you got good at it, you could you kind of see patterns and mm-hmm. know like which ones to move first and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's definitely a lot of luck involved too because you got dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, the bottom line is right. So if, it's if kinda, you get higher dice rolls, it. it you're, you're doing better. It kind of reminds me of something like, you know, like people who play poker or something like that. You can be really right. good at it on the long term, but you, right. c- you could lose to a novice just based on the dice roll. Yeah, yeah. It depends on what cards you dealt, essentially. Yeah. And like you said, it's very similar to Mancala. I, did you ever play, uh, we had a game when I was a kid called Trouble, and it's had like dice inside Pop-O-Matic of, Trouble? Yeah, 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 yeah. You popped the thing. Uh, like I don't you think I ever played it, but I certainly saw the commercials for it. I think you're trying to move your guys around the board and then like take them off. It kind of reminded me of that. And same thing with like sorry. 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 Yeah, yeah. Or as sorry. they say in Canada. Sorry. sorry. Yeah. Uh, um, and same thing. I think you're trying to like get, but you could land on other people and like send them back to their oh, base. Yeah, yeah. Those games were too aggressive. My mom didn't let me play <laughs> anyone where you could knock someone to the beginning. <laughs> That's why you didn't play. <laughs> didn't play backgammon until you didn't were play backgammon at least until 19. I was uh, thirty-five. <laughs> NC- backgammon is an NC seventeen game. <laughs> yeah, these all came with uh, the ESRB on these games is through the roof right, for sure. Yeah, yeah. T, for, T for T. It's M for mature. Yeah. Yeah, there is nudity. Brief, brief, <laughs> brief suggestive brief nudity, but it's Cool Spot nude. Those were the games I played. I uh, downloaded <laughs> Cool Spot XXX, <laughs> and it's all because my mom tried to shield me from this stuff and i i wouldn't have been such a deranged pervert and if my mom had only let me play sorry as a kid as a young canadian boy i feel so sorry for you oh man tell me a little bit more about the history of this game andrew what's how did uh how why are we still playing it and where did it come from why are we still playing it? it's a good question uh, yeah i don't know if you can answer that one but so i did my research again on the wikipedia little plug for wikipedia. makes us <laughs> makes us sound credible yeah for sure <laughs> i cross-referenced it with you know 
um, the mm. rest, the, the bottom half of the Wikipedia did article. Did you, <laughs> or did you just make sure there was something there? <laughs> did you eh. did you click the links that took you to the bottom page, and that's where you stopped, or did you click on the? No, links? I meant literally like the the rest of the stuff that was written in the article. I just, oh, oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> that's the bottom. Of, yeah, right. gotcha, gotcha. Oh no, I don't click on those. Links, oh, so, I see. I you gotcha, know, I don't yeah. want to go to more than one website. <laughs> I don't have so much bandwidth here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I've been trying to get more, but <laughs> according to that said website this now, I, now i know what to buy you for christmas more th- bandwidth more bandwidth <laughs> this game can be traced back five thousand years at least uh Holy moly mesopotamia so, uh, around the, t- the time of the world started <laughs> exactly <laughs> almost, just right after the world started you know uh, me almost dinosaurs uh, are a lie we're talking three, is a lie <laughs> three thousand bc uh, around uh, Mesopotamia, Persia. That's like Iran, Iraq, that area. Okay. Current, current Iran, kind of current Iran, Iraq. And it uh, was Mesopotamia. Uh, it was Fun Mesopotamia, word. Persia. Yeah, it's nice. Um, Mesopotamia. You know, the land between two rivers. You should probably call something Mesopotamia. Tigris and Euphrates, right? That's what it is. It's between, yeah, between those two. Another. That's another board game for you. Yeah, I don't know. That's not. That's for multiple. players. That's for multiple though. players. I mean. So none It'll of you take listening us a while to get to around that. to it. Yeah, they've actually found some really old sets there, like dating back to that time, which looks very similar to this. That it had dice. They had dice back then, which I didn't they even know. They had little sunglasses on. They them. had little. Sun- <laughs> it was like back when back when Cool Spot was. It was God. a seven. <laughs> yeah, it was a seven up can of buried right next to the back mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's good to know board. they were refreshed back then. Yeah, and actually, if you go to the Wikipedia page for Backgammon, you will see t- I will never, but go tons ahead. and tons of pictures of super old Backgammon. Oh, it's like, yeah, I did. They actually, just can't get that out. It's like, yeah. hey, look how old this set is. They're yeah. just, it is, I have seen these pictures. There's just like a pile of clay, yeah. essentially, right. that they form into a, a shape vaguely. <laughs> yeah, but apparently the rules back then were not too different from today's. The the rule variations, you, would you say they're fairly minor? Minor. Like you said, like starting points. D- different and, starting points, maybe different number of checkers. Yeah. You know. Okay. Different building materials. But it's kind of all... It's all the same mechanic, essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're still moving... Were they rolling dice back then? or it, Yeah. That The one thing said, hmm. they found 5,000-year-old dice. I did not realize dice um, were that old, so... It's kind of wild to think of, like, the Flintstones having, like, fuzzy dice in the mirror. But <laughs> it was accurate. <laughs> but it was actually accurate. Um, There's some archaeologists out there who's, like, screaming at their podcasts. Right <laughs> well, they hate the saying. Flintstones anyway. No, it, there's no dice. Like that. They know. were never at the same time. Fred Flintstone <laughs> did never exist at the same time. Well, they're definitely screaming up about the Fred Flintstone stuff. They've been screaming about that for years. I'm, I'm probably wrong Get about the dice. It, I don't know. Let us know if I'm wrong about the dice. Anyway, dox, uh, you can dox Andrew anytime <laughs> and let him know. Go for it. Show up at his house. Apparently, ancient Greeks and Romans, probably Greeks first and then Romans, because they stole everything from Greeks. Uh, Ooh, probably this is a spicy take. Yeah, that's that's a hot take. They came up with the rules that we're using today on mm. backgammon, but the word backgammon is from Old English back and gamen, which was game. It's like a German kind of like uh, game okay. backgammon. So okay. I guess you're trying to like backgammon. Yeah, it's like you're taking your pieces back. It's a game of you're taking them back. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, yeah whatever. That's where it comes yeah. from. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much it. And then this a this is a man. This game is really setting some records with uh, inventive language. That it's a game <laughs> where you take things back and they well, call them checkers. <laughs> it's like how, what more could you just rip off from other stuff? Well, actually, I think backgammon is pretty inventive name because actually in a lot of other languages, this game is literally just called table game. <laughs> table game. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. <laughs> so let's that, just burn it all. I think that's what the Romans called it. It's just called table game. So table game. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Now, it got really crazy when it got to the good old USA. Yeah, baby. Uh, guns, 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 in, guns. In, <laughs> well, yeah. In the 1920s. Insurance, insurance, lawsuits, lawsuits, guns, guns, guns. 
in the 1920s in New York City, they introduced, of course, the doubling cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, 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 yeah. is oh, really wild. okay. That only came here. That that came yeah. out here. Yes. Now I, I think, guess that makes sense. I'm not sure if the actual idea of the doubling cube was invented in the United States. Or I know people have been gambling on this game for a long time. Okay, that's gotcha. been a contra- Okay. Backgammon actually has a controversial history with, with the gambling. It was banned in certain yeah. cultures for a while. You never know it these days because it seems like a mild-mannered game. Right. But it's like, well, it's torn a rated, lot of families apart. and It is rated M for mature. It said. is right. Yeah, that's right. It's like got a bunch of moms uh, all in protest. <laughs> moms against backgammon. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, they came up with the, the doubling cube, which is, we have one here. It's like a cube where it's, mm-hmm. it's got two and then another side has four right uh eight i can't do math 16 16 32 64 64. so i guess as you're playing you can say to your opponent like hey do you want to double the stakes of this game like you Mm -hmm. want to double the amount that each point is worth because like let's say you put a bet down and whatever it is it's one of those bets you know what i mean so it's like five bucks right or something like that and and that is is what you start on but if somebody doubles it they flip this cube over to two they and they give it to you if you accept that cube and you accept the doubling it means the stakes have now doubled to be 10 now at that 10 bucks and if you refuse it you are forfeiting at the initial stake right Right. so you're just saying i'm okay you win because i'm going to refuse this doubling uh but it's only for the initial stake that was five bucks right so so it's kind of a way of saying hey i think i've got a good enough position now where i i'm gonna win what do you say and it's it, sim- it makes it yeah it's similar like in poker to like um are you gonna fold uh yeah exactly yeah. like like raising yes. to try to force somebody that's a good way to put it there's no bluffing involved because you can see everybody can see what's going on in right. the game. there's yeah. nothing hidden basically right. but it is kind of forcing someone to like be like yeah put your money where your mouth is i think i'm gonna yeah. win this game yeah um and so it became this game became real popular in the u.s in the 1960s and 70s which well, is, one thing i'll say is when you're as you're talking about the doubling cube oh, uh is that, that when you and i were um playing this the game we were not using we weren't using money or stakes or anything like that and we didn't use the doubling cube so well, a lot i think a lot of my just to give the viewers a heads up a lot of my opinions are going to be without using the doubling cube. Yes, it's my experience. You know what I mean? I don't know if you ended up using the doubling cube yourself or not. No. My, I, and I know, and we'll get into it later, but I know that a lot of people feel that it is nowhere near as good an experience without the doubling cube mm. as it is with it. And so take that into mind as I go through my opinion on backgammon, that I was not using the doubling cube. Well, and even so, I, I kind of get it because the end can get a little monotonous where you're just like, okay, yeah. I, I know this person's going to win. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of time now. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And like the idea that you can like, if you're playing, Playing to a certain level mm-hmm. of like stakes or whatever, like let's say you were playing to ten or whatever, you know what I mean? If every game was worth one, it's fine. But if some games got real crazy and and a game ended up being worth eight or something like yeah. that, like huge like that, that would be a big, yeah, ext- extremely interesting, exciting thing. Yes. Problem is that neither of us have any money, so you know. Yeah, sorry. We <laughs> we'll play backgammon right when you guys send us money. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This game became real popular. I've been trying to get a loan from the bank for three months, and they said, for what? And I said, I want to play backgammon with my <laughs> only friend, Andrew. <laughs> and they said, uh, we'll get back to you. And then they never returned my text. Oh, man. What kind of what bank are you using? It's my grandma. Oh. <laughs> She's like, I'll give you 35 bucks when on your 35th birthday. And I was like, I don't have that kind of time, Grandma. I'm trying to play Gakgammon right now. Trying to play Gakgammon. <laughs> yeah, that's my Nickelodeon. Uh, oh, Gak. Nickelodeon yeah. Gakgammon. Gakgammon. So anyway, okay. this game became real popular in the 1960s and 70s. That was because of a guy named 
Prince Alexis Obolensky, member of the Russian royal family, who's he was a little kid when they had to leave because of that uh, Bolshevik Re- revolution or whatever. The revolution. Like, re- the the revolution. Mm-hmm. The revolution. Mm-hmm. And he came to the United States, and he was just some rich guy. Basically, he was real charismatic, and like made it <laughs> made it real like real mm-hmm. fancy, and was like, oh yeah, we we all bet on this. We have tournaments. We play it in like really high class clubs and mm-hmm. stuff like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it became really popular and. People had like leather bound sets, like the one I'm looking Everyone at. Everyone right wanted to be like Sir Alexis. Prince Prince Alexis Obolensky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it's been real controversial throughout history with the gambling. Of gambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was actually a court case, I think it was in Oregon Supreme Court, uh, in 1982, as late as that, where they wow. they were trying to say, Oh, this is a game of chance, and they were saying, No, it's not a game of chance, it's like a game of skill. And so they were arguing about whether or not they could oh gamble on it in that state and according hmm. according to the supreme court what do they say yeah this is interesting uh, this might color the rest of this episode for me apparently it is not a game of chance it is wow. a game of skill much hmm. like poker interesting there is a world series of backgammon a whole bunch of other tournaments and cups that yeah people win and mm-hmm, all this stuff mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep 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 it is still big in in certain circles all right, Andrew. Well, thanks for that history update. Uh, Absolutely. I'm always happy to update you on back. You know, if there are any more updates in the story, I'll, I'll be back later. Let me get more. some live updates the from live you. Updates. In, cut in with any live updates That's anytime right. you got them, Andrew. That's right. But for now, let's talk about the pros and cons. Pros and cons. Pros and cons. What's good? What's bad about backgammon? If you're cool with uh, starting with gameplay mechanics, I think that's an interesting category. I'm going to say the pro from me in the gameplay mechanics category is that on the surface, there's a lot of physical activities, physical things to do. And, you know, like you're literally moving pieces and you're rolling dice and it's just you feel very physically involved in the game, which Mm -hmm. I think is kind of nice. And it actually kind of like leaves few enough decisions. Um, like oh, you can only move certain pieces yeah. and you can only move them certain spaces because of your dice roll so there's few enough decisions that move paralysis won't be like a huge problem like yeah. in chess you could theoretically move any of your pieces Pretty and you've got to figure out all of those possibilities but in this one you just you've rolled two dice yeah and you can move that many spaces with whatever pa- you know yeah pieces there are, are available there aren't as many to options you. yeah the con I would say and you touched on this just a moment ago that if there wasn't the ability to not your opponent's piece off of the board yeah there's zero excitement here. There's the, <laughs> there's no excitement. Like I said, full disclosure, we didn't play with the doubling cube, so we didn't really have stakes. That would probably also help add excitement to the game. And I'll give the listeners a second to rage at home about our lack of doubling cube. <laughs> but yes, without that knock and without without hitting the blot, this game is boring as heck. Yeah, I mean, if you can't hit the blot, I mean, what are you even doing here? <laughs> yeah, why sign the why <laughs> why sign the blot if you're not going to play? What what I would I would agree with that con that it's kind of especially towards the end of the game it can be slow monotonous monotonous yeah you're just kind of like okay when you, am i gonna finish you're doing this? a bunch of physical stuff you're rolling dice you're moving pieces that's cool but man it gets boring after yeah. a while i'd say the pro for me though i love counting the this is gonna sound weird i love counting the spaces as i okay i'm gonna move four one two three yeah you're four. type a guy for yeah, sure i love me that too, but yeah yeah because i don't know it's nostalgic for me like when i was a kid i used to like count out the spaces on monopoly or whatever mm-hmm, you know it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just fun yeah i remember that about you yeah. yeah oh yeah you know that i also love the uh hitting the blot is that what we're calling hit, it love hitting the blot baby uh thwarting your opponent i love uh yeah, yeah, knocking throwing on. a wrench in their plans it's great and also the fact that there's dice 
anytime there's dice and there's a chance factor involved is a plus for me because i don't yeah i don't like feeling like a moron when there's no chance involved. yeah 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 i do like i do like a little chance i, I do i do like a, a good dice roll it great. makes it more exciting yeah yeah because yeah. a, a, a worse player could potentially win yes totally 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 yep. and yeah and it's just exciting to get a good dice roll basically yep. just, oh yeah just like it's uh just uh man it's heartbreaking to get a bad dice roll oh yeah for sure. for sure it's it's a roller coaster ride baby it's it, it really feels bad to be on the receiving end of hitting the blot and yes. you're on the bar and you, you nobody can't, likes to you get can't their... break out one thing we didn't describe in the quick explanation is that once your piece has been hit and it has to start from the beginning or whatever you have to keep rolling to break it out of yeah. prison it's kind of like when you're in prison in monopoly basically yeah, you yeah. got to hit a certain like number you got to be able to go to a certain point yes to be able to get it out of there and sometimes just like in monopoly you don't and you lose your turn like, yeah. you don't hit the right numbers and you and so you like you said yeah it's a big roller coaster i'd say with these mechanics of this game yeah fun how about the uh, how about the quality of pieces? What would you say there? Well, it really depends which version of the game you're using. Because, True. Or not version, but edition, I guess, of the game. Because we have one sitting in front of us here. Bought it from my uh, parents. This is authentic from the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it came it smells in... Smells like patchouli oil. <laughs> it's in a... I don't know if that's real leather, but it's in a leather, like, little briefcase here yeah um, i feel like that's a very po- a very popular style of this game is um a lot what people call like an attache case like yeah. version of it like, like it folds up and it's extremely portable yeah and i like it's got felt you know on the on the actual board where you play mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know you feel mm-hmm. very classy when you, and it also has oh these are great it has these little um Kind of like Yahtzee, but much smaller. It's, you put mm-hmm. two dice inside of this little, and it's got leather. It's like in a it. cup, basically. It's like a little cup that you put the dice in, and then you can use that to roll the dice around and oh, then yeah. spill them out. It's got felt inside of there, though. I mean, it's like, you mm-hmm. know, you feel super These, are, these are nice. You never have to touch the dice. Uh, yeah, these are nice. These are nice. <laughs> but a con could be, you know, depending on what version. Yet, like, we have another version sitting here in front of us, which is yeah. literally just a bunch of points painted on the back of a checkerboard yeah this is the other most popular variety of this and i think probably what a lot of us blue collar middle class and lower folks uh <laughs> had grown up which was just these uh cruddy little um checker they're essentially checkerboards but on the back they were like yeah let's just throw backgammon in there who cares yeah, right. uh they're called checkers anyway so why not yeah and you, um, use, you use actual and like, you use the checkers. actual checker pieces yeah those plastic you know those those um ubiquitous um red and black checker pieces mm-hmm. can be used for either game at that point the one in the briefcase here of course has this is one is uh, brown and white mm-hmm. and they're they're more like poker chips they're like that yeah um, um sometimes people call this bake light which is like a certain type of it's just like like the hive pieces that we talked about in hive yes um it's a very specific type of plastic i want to say um makes that nice clacking noise clacky they're clackies i'm sure they sell versions that are actual like made with like real Mm -hmm. stone or whatever and yeah it's probably some really nice ones um that's one thing i would say the pro about the pieces is that this one that you got from the 60s and 70s very nice pieces especially those bake light and the and the dice feel great they're an interesting kind of like slightly smaller dice which Mm -hmm. i think is kind of cool feels cool and a pro about the game board is that i you know it really looks like a very interesting game if somebody walked by us and we were playing this game and had this game board they'd be like hello what's this (laughs) that's how i always felt about gat backgammon at least i was like what are all these points on here this game looks like it's crazy but i'd say a 
con for the pieces is that maybe somebody thinks these little um, little pieces are little decorative rocks. They might steal them, oh. put them in their garden, something like that. <laughs> so that that could be a con. Um, I guess that is a con. And a con about this game board is that uh, it looks interesting, but that's clearly a lie. That's this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and and I feel like if you play this game in public, you're essentially lying to the public because they're like, "Hello, look at this real super interesting wacky game." And then you're like, "All right." And once they learn about it, they're like, "You lied to me." You know what I mean? That's so that's a, kind chi- of a, con. a child could easily play this. Game. <laughs> a child yeah. could play this game. <laughs> a monkey could play this game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would say though that this this briefcase thing here. I don't know why more games don't come in a briefcase like this. Yes, yeah, pack it up. Well, that brings us to our next point uh, in this segment, which is the portability. Let's yes. talk about that. Because I'd say the, uh, uh, the pro is that most of these sets, like I said, most of them fold up into a box itself that you could carry around, mm-hmm. self-contained. Even the ones that are on the back of the checkerboard can, can just fold up and go into a checker box, basically. I'd say the con is, I, uh, I mean, you ain't bringing this thing anywhere, right? Why is it so portable? Nobody's bringing back him. <laughs> I've heard that they bring this stuff places in like Greece and Turkey, but in America, what are you going to bring your backgammon game into high school? Good luck, nerd. <laughs> you're getting trashed. <laughs> are you bringing it into work? Because you're going to get fired, probably. Your boss is going to be like, I this is not covered in the Americans with Disability Act. If you bring backgammon into here, you're, we do we are allowed to fire you legally. Well, I was going to say, actually, that, that leads me into my con for this. First of all, I think there's almost no con, except that maybe on your way into work, you accidentally bring in this briefcase instead of your real briefcase. Case. This is a big con. This you is because if this happens, you're in trouble. Yeah. Like I said, your boss can legally fire you. So I mean, it's a little bit too. Por- I'd say it's maybe too portable. Oh, too a little too. Wow, it's a little too. We portable. found a game that is too portable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like you're too tempted to bring this places. It's going <laughs> to end badly for you. But I, I would say you look cool carrying it around. I, I like it. How about time of play? Like uh, this is not a long game, right? No, it's uh, it, it's twenty minutes max. I would say twenty minutes max. Absolutely. I, th- I feel like I was playing a version of it tapped into a version on online where you I played against a computer and it was like ten minutes max. I was reading about that's kind of like chess where they've programmed mm-hmm. computers to play this and beat some like, AI, beat mm-hmm. the world masters at backgammon. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, yeah, and they can set these at like different levels of like intelligence, basically. You know yeah. I mean? Um. So yeah, it's it is fairly quick. I'd say that's a pro. A con for sure, though, you're going to run into that. If if you have a friend like this, I'm sorry for you, a friend who just, and this is not Pete. And I'm this would be friend. your only friend. Right, your only friend. Of course, because we're talking about a friend. Which a friend means... who just agonizes over decisions and sits there and thinks forever. It's just backgammon, guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, there's up. probably less things to think about like as in a game like chess or something like that, but there are definitely things to think about. Like yeah. You do have options here, just not like as many as some other games, but there are options. You could have move paralysis here. It just wouldn't last as long as, as some others. But So um, I'm thinking they need to introduce a timer like in chess oh, where you hit that and then you know on your turn or something like that i don't know that might make it interesting that could be good a yeah, timer yeah. and a doubling cube yep could make it real fun um i'd say a con for the time of play is that it's quick it's actually maybe quick enough to fool you into playing again mm-hmm. before you fully realize how unfulfilled you are <laughs> you know because if it were longer people would probably bail on this game you know what i mean right. um but like it, it ends so quickly you're like huh oh it's over uh yeah, I guess we could play again. And then eventually after doing that seven times, you're like, what am I doing in my life? You know what I mean? It's like, I keep getting lulled. This is a siren song that keeps lulling me back into this. But if this game were like double the time, I think by the time they did the first one, we'd go, I'm good. I'm, maybe we'll play something else. You know what I mean? That right. kind of thing. So I feel like the quickness of it actually is kind of a good thing, but also in the long run, kind of a bad thing. How about uh, how about the ease of play? I it, My pro is, I think we touched on this already, which is a, a child could play this. It's, it's easy. 
I mean, because yeah. it's literally you roll dice and you go, oh, I got three and I got four. I can move one of my pieces three spots and one of my pieces four spots. You know what I mean? As, they, as long as they can count, they can play this game. As I had written down here, you just need to be able to count and remember like ah, two or three rules. You know, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's really pretty simple. That's a pro, I'd say. I mean, it's it's good when things are simple, I, the, I'd say. The only tricky part about this game, for me at least, is uh, how to set it up. Because I every time I want to uh-huh. play this, I forget how to set it up. And then you have, yeah. to, you have to look it up in the rule book. So. That's okay. I feel like that's true with, with every game I play. i got to look at the instruction to set up. You know mm, what I mean? I guess. That's why they have a setup section at the beginning of the instructions. Yeah, but I mean, a game like this doesn't always come. Like checkers, I know how to set that up. Easy. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, backgammon, uh, it would be yeah. easier, but it's like you have to remember. Chess, I know okay, how to set up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Five on this one, two on that one. Which side yeah. am I on? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably I just dumb. I mean, that's, that's probably what we're, yeah, well, you know. we're boiling this down to. No accounting for intelligence. The, the con, I'd say, is a child could play this. That's a good pro. But the con is I'm not a child. I'm a, an adult. And I'm much smarter, and I have other things that I need to do with my time. So I don't. I just don't know. Eventually, I'm like, uh, if a ch- let me put it this way: if a child can do something that I'm doing, it's probably not worth my time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, except eating and breathing, um, they can do that too. Hey, you know what? Speaking of children, what? Why don't you go ahead and choke on this? Choke on this. Let's talk about how easy we think our children could joke on the game of backgammon. Legal disclaimer, do not try any of the following at home. Now, the checkers themselves in some sets can be pretty large. Like we said, in some mm-hmm. sets, it's actually literal checkers from like a checker set. I don't think a kid could get those wedges down, uh, even if they tried. I think they would need a much stronger person to shove those things down. I think they wouldn't be able to be capable of So they could gag on this, but they could not choke on this, is what you're saying? Yeah, they'd probably teeth on it, is they what teeth, I'd they say. They could teeth on this? Um, okay. That's for the ones that are actually checkers. But uh, this set, this set from the 60s and 70s, I'd say these are actually just the right size like there might be the perfect size for a child to choke on this if your child gets their throat on even a single one of these guys you better hope you're not in the shower because uh it's gonna be a dark day for sure these are perfect choking size real morbid real quick what do you expect in a segment like this though hey what can i say we a lot of people are afraid to cover these issues andrew but um (laughs) we know our listeners come here for the hard-hitting stuff. A lot of people out there constantly in the reviews say, yeah, well, should I get this for my kid? Can they choke on it? Uh, I wish there was a podcast somewhere that covered whether they can choke right. on it. Here we are. Here we um, are. I think to avoid this problem, they should just make the pieces into candy. Oh, to avoid this problem? Yeah. Oh, 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 they turn it into actual candy. Actual candy. Okay, they, so they'll just, they're all mints. They'll they could dissolve, dissolve. In, in the child's yeah. mouth. I mean, they almost... Yeah, that makes know, sense. They almost look delicious anyway. They could be chocolate. Oh, hey. Um, well, uh, we're real. looking at the one we have is white and brown pieces, and they look like white chocolate and milk chocolate. That'd be real um, messy, though, wouldn't it? I mean... No, 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 no. You, got, you have to play it in a cold room. How about that? <laughs> you got to play it in a cold room, and they give you latex gloves. Too. You, Yeah, the... the uh... <laughs> Backgammon tournaments, the World Series of Backgammon being held in a walk-in. Antarctica, yeah, in a walk-in, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Right next Um, to the uh, sliced uh, provolone, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. They just freeze them. What if they just freeze the pieces, the chocolate pieces, before they... uh, I think they would still get pretty messy. Yeah, I Um, I mean, you're touching them with your hands. Plus, the unfortunate thing with that, I think, would be that if someone could pull the old, like... uh, Hey, who's that over there? Oh, yeah. And then they eat a bunch of their pieces, and then they, they have to bear off less at the end to, uh, to win. You know what I mean? 
Okay, let's cover the dice. The dice, uh, definitely, I'd say all of the dice in this 60-70 set could be choked on for sure. The smaller dice and the doubling cube is very easily chokeable. And these pointy corners, man, I'll tell you what, good luck, because that's going to be a problem. I'm not going to argue with that. And now the cups. We talked about these beautiful cups that you can roll the dice in. They're not going to be able to choke on these things. These are too big for a child's mouth, no matter how big the child is. Hell, even adult would have trouble choking on these, I'd say. But here's the crazy thing, and the important thing to note is that these are cups, essentially, so they could scoop up uh, other choking hazards and mm. just pour them. They could, kid can pour them right into their mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so you could keep that in mind. Don't give your kid cups. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You might think you're in the clear because you're like, oh, whatever. This There's no way he's going to choke on this cup. Yeah, but what's what's he going to put in the cup? You know what I mean? Could be any number of things he could choke and, on. And so. these cups have, you know, like I said, they have felt inside. So mm-hmm. whatever he's jangling around in these cups is going to be quiet it's not like yahtzee cups yeah yes yes or like a glass cup you give your kid a glass cup and he puts a bunch of choking hazards in there you're probably gonna go that's the familiar sound of choking hazards i'm hearing jumbling around in that in that rock glass (laughs) (laughs) in the rock glass that i gave him that i usually drink whiskey out of these things are essentially have silent choking hazard silencers inside them (laughs) uh, as they go into your child's Esophagus. Essentially, it's the Hitman video game of uh, of board game cups. So these are very dangerous. I'm actually going to write a letter to uh, company, to the creators of Backgammon. Right. Yep. From five thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would. Um, so I guess the moral of the story is what you're trying. House. Right. What you're trying to say Jack? is. Uh, Give your kids uh, glass, is what you're saying. Give your kid a straight-up rock glass of, of whiskey. Much safer. Yeah. Fill it with whiskey Nothing so that he happen. can't put anything else in there. Nothing and bad just let could happen. It for you. Nothing, you know, they're definitely not going to drop that <clears throat> and break it all over the place. Well, <laughs> this, this whole segment, though... Uh, you know, shenanigans on this whole segment because okay. we already established that this game is rated M for mature. Kids should true. not be playing around with true, this game. True, true, true. Anyway. Yeah, but if you're a parent and you're a cool parent, you might buy this. <laughs> you might buy these choking hazards for your kid, thinking it would be cool if he, uh, you know, like came close to choking. I get it. And then it would impress all his friends at school or something like that. Uh, <laughs> that's what cool parents. That's what cool parents would do. I'll tell you what. My dad bought me Mortal Kombat. I was one step away from choking the dad. I think is the moral <laughs> of the story. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Review on this. Review on this. I'm going to read some reviews of this game, and then we're going to sit back and assume what their life is like based on uh, these wacky reviews. Here's somebody who gave this game a, they gave Backgammon a 10 out of 10. They said, Backgammon is awesome. No complaints about Backgammon. Uh, is this guy being held at gunpoint? <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, it's awesome. And, uh, I'm doing, I'm fine. I'm doing fine. Nothing's, I'm not in danger at all. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I, he's talking into his shirt. Yeah. Backgammon is awesome. I love backgammon. I love backgammon. <laughs> no problems here. This person gave it 9 out of 10. They said, never complain about the dice. Always play at least for 7 match points. This guy obviously runs the backgammon fight club. First Ow. rule of backgammon club, never complain about the dice. <laughs> Second rule, never complain about the dice. What yeah. does he mean by complain about the dice? That's the thing. Is that So... The people that rate this game super high online are always at war with the people that say that it's law luck-based. People who love this game are always flexing and going, you better not say it's luck-based. This is skill. And the people (laughs) who rate this poor go, this is all luck, dude. You know what I mean? It's like a war of, you know what I mean? And then there's some centrists in the the middle of the aisle. Well, Well, I already established that it's a legal case. 
sets precedent that this is a game of skill, not luck. Yeah, good point, but don't tread on me. <laughs> um, this person gave it a 7.5 out of 10. They said, great classic game. Got my copy from one of my favorite restaurants that was closing down. Damned if I was going to let the bank have it. What? This man is a criminal. Uh, he also walked out of there with a pizza oven, 50 forks, and the safe. And said, screw banks. Wait, um, which which restaurant? This is Cracker Barrel that has this? Uh, oh, good point. Backgammon? Yeah, I backgammon? guess. Backgammon? I mean, what, what restaurant has backgammon? Mm, who knows? It could be a, like a Greek restaurant, maybe. I, it's big in Greece. Is that true? Um, yeah. This person gave it a 7 out of 10. They said, I played it many, many times until I discovered the board games world. Whoa, what a burn. Damn. It doesn't even include it in the board games world. Wow. Um. It's pretty rough. It's kind of like if somebody said, yeah, I dated, um, it's like a, if I talked to one of your ex-girlfriends and I was like, yeah, yeah I dated Andrew a lot until I found the world of loving partners. I'd, <laughs> I'd be like, dang, dang, Andrew, what's going on with you, dude? What a what a burn. Why are you talking to my ex-girlfriends like <laughs> And listen, hey, what's up? What's up? Slide into our email at uh, two can play that game podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. That is our, our, our email. Seven out of 10, this person gave it. And they said, random and the strategy is so straightforward that you play without thinking when you get used to it. Still a nice game and one of the oldest. Uh, okay, this, wow. is a re- this is a glowing review. It's almost like somebody asked this person like, hey, you have a good relationship with your grandma? Yeah, I'm giving my grandma seven out of 10. You don't have to think much about her and she's one <laughs> the oldest <laughs> no that's a very passive aggressive uh, review right yeah, there. yeah but he gave they gave it a seven out of ten which uh, is okay. uh, it's interesting. it's like oh yeah a great game uh you know great game i never if you don't like ever thinking, use my head and but it's old it's impressively old this person gave it six out of ten they said a classic but i don't really enjoy it <laughs> what the heck this is the kind of person who has a facebook post that say uh hey i may not like them but i do respect the office of the presidency. Get out of here. Get out. Get out of here. Person gave it six out of ten. They said, working on improving my game as I make too many mistakes. I just enjoy the tactile feel. Not interested in the ultra competitive scene. All right, bud. What? This basically this guy was basically like, I gave it six out of ten. I like touching this thing. <laughs> I love touching it. <laughs> It's got a good tactile feel to it. This person gave uh, Backgammon a 5 out of 10. They said, fun, but not too much, <laughs> with four exclamation marks. This is a super, this feels like a super positive delivery of but bad not, news. Not too much. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see this guy uh, talk to his girlfriend, and he would be like, hey, I love you, but not too much. We're breaking up. <laughs> five out of 10. Five out of 10. This Give this relationship a five out of 10. It's over. <laughs> This person also gave it a, a backgammon a 5 out of 10. They said, used to play in bars with a girl I knew who always wore very low-cut tops. I counted the pips, but not on the dice. Hey. Uh, hey. Per- hey, you per- hey, perverts. What <laughs> What if your family was like looking up your posting history when you die, your internet posting history, and this is what you want them to see? Like, you pass away, and your family looks through. They're like, oh, let's think about memories of gr- uh, grandpa, uh, dad. Oh, he was always on the internet, always on these forums. And then they find out that their dad was talking about nipples on a board game forum. That's what you, <laughs> that's what you want for your obit. <laughs> Come on, maybe just not take it somewhere else, bud. There's yeah. plenty of corners of the internet you can take this, but not a board game forum. Yeah, he's review. He's really reviewing some girl that he used to date. And not, <laughs> yeah, not <a> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had nothing. That review had nothing to do with backgammon. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't even. Yeah, he hardly mentions the game. He's just like, I used to play this when, and then introduce, and then just writes an erotic story. He just wanted to do some misogynistic uh, pun yeah. or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> oh, 
the gams on this chick. Oh, used to play. Yeah, used to play. Sorry, next to a girl with a big, big butt. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, come on, bud. Um, he's a little more clever than that. He's a little more clever than that. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Let's just say he's not gonna be hiring me as his writer anytime <laughs> soon. This person gave backgammon a three out of ten. They said, "Been years since I last played this game, but I remember not enjoying it," which is great. I love that they were like, "Hey, I don't remember much about this game, but I definitely remember it sucking." That stuck out. <laughs> well, I love that one also because it's like, haven't played this game in years. You know what? I'm gonna go online. I'm and gonna write review, a review it. Yeah, that's good too. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm, it's been a long time since I've seen looper by uh m night Shyamalan. <laughs> i think it stinks i think i remember this stinking here is uh one that was two out of ten they gave backgammon they said dice rolling and noise that's what backgammon is to me i'll oh. play it if you ask me to but don't expect me to have fun which i like it's got a fair warning in there hey i'll play but i'll make you regret it that's a review of yahtzee right there I think. I like that. <laughs> that's a good point yeah maybe this person was playing the wrong game <laughs> and let's end this segment on a positive note Andrew, okay this is a positive review this person gave backgammon a 10 out of 10 love it they said it is excellent because it can appeal to all levels of tolerance with complex rule sets while at the same time still being very strategic for people who like to really think when they play a game and yet still at the same time people can just make thoughtless impulsive moves for people who don't like to strategize okay so it's almost like this person is essentially saying hey best part about this game is it none of it matters it's <laughs> it, it not it don't matter nobody cares about this stuff <laughs> do whatever you want with this game yeah I, well it's pretty accurate oh man i always get so worn out after those reviews i need a break chess break uh, so glad we're taking a little break from backgammon to mm-hmm. do some chess. We got an ongoing game of chess here. Yeah, finally, uh, finally finding some time uh, during the recording of this podcast to catch up on our game of chess here, you Andrew. Need, you need to stop and smell the chess pieces. Absolutely, that's what I say. And my move, uh, if you're following uh, at home, following okay. along at home, go ahead and adjust your chess set accordingly. Do, do not because I am going to castle. Oh, on my king side. Holy smokes. I'll tell you what, I never knew why anybody would castle, and then I read why people castle, and I go, oh, I should castle. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I used to be like, I don't know why anybody does this. This is so stupid. And then uh, I read about it, and it's basically two sentences describing, you go, oh, yeah, that absolutely makes sense. It is a smart move. Yeah. 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 All right. Wow. The first castle of the game. So is it my turn next? It'll be your turn next, Andrew, and I wish we could get to it, but we just don't have the time. Let's go ahead and put this away for now, and next time we find time, we'll pick this back up. Pack up the chess again. Okay, here we go. In the meantime, my question for you is, would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather play this game or anything else? Anything else. How about the, how about I'll start this off, Andrew? Would you rather play backgammon or get bitten by a dog? Wow, uh, you know how much I love getting bit by dogs, so uh, you don't have to love it. No, I I would much rather play backgammon. Yeah, I guess me too. I wouldn't <laughs> want to get bitten by a dog. Honestly, what kind of a silly question is that? Well, uh, okay. You would you know. rather? This one's a little more is more of a thinker. Would you rather um, play backgammon or play chess? Chess for sure. Really? Yeah, yeah. Depends what mood I'm in and how much time I have. I guess that's a good point. 
But uh, I just think chess is much more interesting. Every every piece has like its own move, which I think is cool. And there's just uh, more infinite possibilities. It takes the dice roll out of it, which yeah. I know you like the dice see, roll. See, that's what I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Like I, I waver back and forth on these yeah. opinions all the time. But I think in my current mood, I'd I'm a, I'd rather play backgammon. I like the dice. I think. Uh, and I'm not even good at chess strategy. I would get washed by anybody who has any chess strategy. <laughs> uh, no offense to, to you, Andrew, but you and I do not no, spend our time oh no. studying chess strategy. No, no, no. That's been um, but I, admitted here. But I like, uh, I don't know, I like the idea that, stra- that strategies do exist a little bit more. I know there's books also written about backgammon, but like there's like books written about chess, like yeah. books on books on books Some about action. chess. You know, the books about backgammon all have pictures mm-hmm, and it's, you mm-hmm. know, it's but I know what you mean. Sometimes you're just in the Pop mood for books. something that's a little bit lighter. And that oh, yeah. would fill that need. Yeah. But I would rather play chess. Okay. I, I just feel like this is more of pick up and play. Don't this is definitely less anxiety. Yes. For sure. But that's on us, I feel like. Uh, okay. Would you rather play backgammon or eat asparagus? Oh. See, I actually am one of these people who I like the smell of my pee after asparagus. Oh, okay. I, I just do. like the smell of my pee in general. Yeah. <laughs> no matter when. No, I think it improves the scent. Um, yeah. Me too. But that's kind of a delayed gratification thing. So I'm still. I like going, the smell of my pee after I play backgammon too. I'm still. <laughs> it's just good, normal pee. Great point, actually. Sweet. I'm going backgammon. I would rather okay, play backgammon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I'd rather eat asparagus. I like asparagus. Mm. The pee thing is cool, but like I said, it's kind of a wash there. But before or after asparagus, <laughs> you, I'm you fine. Like it either way. But I think I would just. I think I would just. It's. I like to eat more than I like to play backgammon. I think, and yeah. uh, asparagus is, is tasty. So I'd eat asparagus. Would you rather play backgammon or play checkers? Backgammon, for sure. Yeah, yeah me is, too. That was a dumb question. Checkers, is, checkers is lame. a dumb game. Would you rather play backgammon or play Battleship? Backgammon, 100%. Yeah, backgammon, absolutely. Battleship is trash. Oh my gosh. Um, would you rather... Okay. Would you rather play backgammon or carry around this really cool briefcase getting on and off of trains in Europe while ooh. wearing a trench coat? Oh, absolutely. The trains in Europe. Are you <laughs> messing with me? I get a free vacation out of this too, and I look cool? No, but the entire vacation, you just have to be you silent. You're looking like a secret agent. And you're just walking on and off trains. This sounds like the perfect vacation for me. <laughs> I love it. I actually would really love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's carrying around this backgammon suitcase. Yep. All right, cool. Getting on and off trains. Sounds yeah. great. Would you rather play backgammon or clean your house? See, backgammon is the kind of game that I want to play when I have a clean house. Ooh, you know, I see. I, I don't want to play backgammon in like a dirt because I want to feel classy when I'm playing backgammon. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd, I'd rather clean my house first and then play backgammon. That's not the option, but I hear you. <laughs> you can only choose one. Okay. I uh, Oh, so so in this world, mm-hmm. I'm cleaning my house or backgammon doesn't exist. Either backgammon in a dirty house or no <laughs> backgammon in a clean house. One oh, or the other. Well, then I'd, I'd still clean my house because I'm a neat freak. Yeah, me too. I'd clean my <laughs> house too for sure. Okay, would you rather play Okay, would you rather play this version of backgammon or play backgammon against a computer? So would I rather play it with you, with Andrew, or, or a computer? Wow, this is going to be real. The pressure's on, baby. Oh, of course, I'd rather play with you, Andrew. Oh, Come that's on. nice. Are you kidding that's me? That's nice. I, 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 almost I can't kiss a computer. computer. Uh, would you rather play backgammon I mean, or watch Gigli? You remember Gigli? Uh, Pete, I never saw it, but... Well, let me tell you. It's I've one of the worst reviewed films of the ever. I've seen it more than once. Wow, wow. Because I have seen... I didn't know this about you. I have... I think... Well, I thought we talked about this before. I Maybe. have seen every movie that won the Razzie Award for Worst Picture. Oh, yeah. I remember... Yes, I remember you doing this. And I have seen every movie that Christopher Walken appears in. Oh, so you had to do it twice. <laughs> had to do it. I had yeah. to do it twice. I did not know that Christopher Walken was in G. Oh, That's yeah. That's very funny. Oh, there's lots of people. It's got... um. Oh, my gosh. Who's the Godfather? The guy... Not... Not... 
Not Marlon Brando. Not Marlon Brando, the other guy. Uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino is in it. Really? Yes. He's in Geely? He's in Geely. Oh, my God. There's somebody else, too, some other big guy like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a horrible movie. And I would, back to your question. Would you rather watch Geely or play back in? Hmm. Maybe third time's a charm. Maybe I'd really like it. No, I'd rather play back in. Yeah, okay, I hear you. I have not seen Gigi. Now I now I would now rather see Gigi because yes. I did not know that Walken and Pacino are in it. It that is kind of interesting how bad it is. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Would you rather play this version of backgammon here in my basement, or would you rather play backgammon in a smoke-filled casino? Uh, not a big smoke guy. Basement for sure. Okay. This is great, but we're gonna pipe some smoke in, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> some vape juice in right, here. Right. <laughs> Would you rather play backgammon or uh, get brain freeze from eating ice cream too fast? Oh, 100% play backgammon. What I are you hate, nuts? I, I, I would definitely. Oh, but you're eating ice cream. You're eating ice cream, oh, baby. I did not consider that. Wow. You just that. had a brain fart, dude. Oh, I did. Uh, no, sorry, you locked it in already. Backgammon for you, ice cream for me, uh, and I only have a few seconds of pain, and you have to play backgammon while is, I eat the rest of my ice cream. Cone. My life is ruined. All right, would you rather play backgammon or just be one of these people who has a really classy set of backgammon set up to impress people but not actually know how to play it? The latter, for sure. Oh, no, no, not know how to play not it. Not know then how to I play would, it. That would get to me. That would get to me. I couldn't, you know me, I can't do that. That's, I'm not that kind of guy. <laughs> then I'd have to play it. I can't, I can't have it in my house and be displaying it and not, not know how to play okay. it. So you know you'd I mean? rather play it than use it as a decoration. Yeah, how about you? Yeah, play it. I, I literally, I one I had written here was, uh, would you rather play backgammon or get stuck in an elevator? But now that we've mentioned M. Night Shyamalan, <laughs> oh, it's yes. going to get a little bit uh, modified. Would you rather play backgammon or get stuck in an elevator with the devil? Right? Wasn't that part? <laughs> that you remember was... devil? Everyone got stuck in the elevator with, I believe one of them was the devil, was the was yes, the point of that I one. think so. See, I've seen, I've seen every movie that Christopher Walken has appeared in, but not every M. Night Shyamalan movie. So mm. I have not seen that You've one. You've not seen that one? I remember. That it's actually one. not bad, actually, to tell you the truth. I remember the commercials looks good. And I'm critical of M. Night Shyamalan to a certain degree, but I remember that one was uh, not bad. Uh, so, all right, so you're in an elevator with the devil, or you can play backgammon. Well, no, I'd, I'd play backgammon for sure. Good choice, because you haven't seen the movie. I'm pretty sure he kills those folks <laughs> okay, one good. by one. So Ooh. Uh, Ooh. so you pass the test. I would also play backgammon. I, th- I thought he was a friendly devil. <laughs> <laughs> The Jersey Devil. Uh, probably not friendly, the Jersey Devil. No, I don't think so. Would you rather play backgammon or lead a social media campaign to repopularize it again to its former glory, but not know how to play it? <laughs> I, I, oh boy, I'd play it because that sounds like work. You ask me if I want another job? No thanks. I'll play it. Uh, would you rather play backgammon or have a bird poop on you? Oh, 100% play backgammon. That is the worst I, that happened to me at least twice in my life, and I hate it. Oh, it's not that bad. I think I'd probably take the bird poop. It's no, it's hot. What? No, you just wash your You clothes. must hate playing backgammon. I, I don't hate it, but uh, bird poop's not that bad, and then I'd be able to do something else. I hear it is lucky, though, but I think that's just to make now you feel... Now we're talking. That's just to make you feel better that you got pooped on. Ring, ring, ring. Oh, Andrew, why don't you go ahead and pick that up? Oh, wow. Okay. Hello? It's acquaintance call-in. Acquaintance call-in. Yeah, that's right. Acquaintance call-in. So uh, this is a segment where we're going to talk to someone uh, who many shows would probably refer to as a friend of the show. But, you know, for our podcast, that would be disingenuous. So uh, here we're going to talk to an acquaintance, you know, just someone we know. So uh, 
Pete, who do we have on the line today? Hey, we are extremely pleased to be joined today by the lovely and hilarious Sarah Bell. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? Hey, I'm good. How's it going? It's going great, Sarah. Thanks for being on the show. Sarah, we have to verify for the listeners at home, uh, if you don't mind, because they're always watching us to make sure that we're not slipping one by them. This is, of course, acquaintance call-in, so (laughs) you can verify for us, right, that we're not friends, you're just an acquaintance? Yeah, absolutely. I would never be friends with you. Okay, well, I don't know if that was necessary, (laughs) but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you really put a lot of uh, okay into I'm, that, but uh, but thanks for verifying. Hey, it's perfect, <laughs> little little mean, but uh, you know we'll we'll take it. Take it. <laughs> um, Sarah, it's great to have you. Uh, and Sarah, we I I wanted to talk to you specifically uh, on this episode because I know that you are a backgammon freak. Oh yeah, I'm a backgammon freak in the sheets. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and a freak on the streets too i've seen yeah. it too it's been reported absolutely uh, to the police multiple times the backgammon freaks back um why 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 backgammon what because that's not uh totally uh you know typical game people are you know it's, it's kind of rare to find somebody who's that into backgammon what what's what's your love of backgammon come from i think it might be because i'm better than everybody that i play with ah. and i crush everyone i destroy everyone that i play um but actually i'm glad i'm glad you finished that sentence i thought it was just going to be i i just because i'm better than everyone period oh period (laughs) yeah Yeah. um yeah that i'm not like a hipster a board game hipster i'm not like oh i like the one no one knows about (laughs) um oh right right we'll edit that part out you know what i mean (laughs) yeah (laughs) seems like that seems like that one's kind of a personal dig we'll edit that one out no just kidding (laughs) you know you're you're tearing into our base audience there (laughs) yeah it's so funny honest about not being friends with you guys and i'm just yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) yeah i do reap what i sow that's for sure uh that's <laughs> uh, it's refreshing to to have a guest on who's just like uh, it's stupid that you do this. <laughs> what you spend your time on is, is a waste of time. Because um, you know what? Andrew and I would also agree. So wait, I'm glad that we're all on yes, the same page. Yes. I actually like my friend. I had a friend in college. Uh, he was obsessed with backgammon. We would just get stoned together. Is that PG thirteen? Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's good. We, we would just get really high, and he was really good, and I would just like. I just got really good at playing backgammon because I was so determined to beat him. So okay, I know it was just kind of his thing. This is like a classic eighty movie, eighties movie um, storyline. I feel like where it's just like yeah, there's a montage um, of me like working out and then playing on the side just to smoking, beat him. smoking <laughs> copious amounts of weed and then getting better at backgammon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Is uh so that kind of leads me to my next question then. So I I'm kind of guessing that you feel that backgammon is a game of uh skill rather than a game of chance. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Because oh. there's like I mean that's okay. what I like about backgammon is that there's the probability element because you're rolling a dice and then there's the mm-hmm. strategy element of like really understanding how to play the game. You could beat somebody by getting really lucky, but if they're better at the game, yeah. even if they get mm-hmm. a lot of unlucky rolls, they'll probably still beat you because they just know how to play better. 
So Sarah sounds like she's in with the uh, the legal uh, standing of this game that we were talking about earlier, where yes, the, it, it was decided by some Supreme Court case where uh, this game is a game of of skill and not chance. It was oh a court right, there just. Yeah, the government got involved yeah. because uh, there was a lot of gambling going on with backgammon, and so they had to decide, um, you know, how to classify it. I think so they had to figure out whether it was Whoa. a game of skill or chance. Yeah, That's isn't that crazy? Have you ever have you ever gambled on backgammon, sir? Have I ever gambled on gap backgammon? Probably not. Purely for the love of the game. Yeah, I love it. I actually just <laughs> taught before you even asked me to do this. I had just taught two of my friends how to play. Ooh, um, how's that going? It's not as fun for me because they're not good. I wonder if that's a, that's a, the curse then. You're so good that you you can teach people to play. They're not that great. And then they lose interest because you completely dominate all the time. Is that what happens? Or, or do you find that, uh, that people do keep interest? It depends who it is. Like I taught my, so I taught my two friends how to play. My one friend, I absolutely was forcing him to learn how to play and uh he wasn't interested in like actually getting the hang of it he had no motivation to try to beat me he was just like kind of humoring me by playing my other friend Uh had the same experience that i had where it's like i'm so good Uh she can't beat me and now she was like every time we every time i beat her she was like okay set it up again let's go Yes, yes, yes. The <laughs> which ambition is the, Which is exactly what I want. Yes, I want right. to like teach someone. I want them to become obsessed with it. I want them to be determined to beat me. I want it to be their life goal. I want them to be thinking about it when they're going yes. to bed at night. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. This is like, well, this is, you're like one of those villains in a movie who at, at the very last uh, scene when the... Um, you know the the protagonist of the movie like kills them they they smile and everyone's like why are they smiling and they're like you did it you finally beat me <laughs> you know what i mean that yeah kind of thing. it's like a respect thing <laughs> yes right 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 but i <laughs> You've play released me <laughs> like i play on the i like have an backgammon app on my phone <laughs> and nice. i play on hard and i beat it like 90 percent of the time Dang. So I Whoa. am definitely Dang. looking for someone to beat. Oh, me. okay. So I'm listeners, like so, if you think you can take Sarah me. on. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, right. And you won't be satisfied until um, somebody can best you. And then they'll take over my curse. <laughs> oh, well, have you ever tried going to like one of these big tournaments? I've never even, that's never even crossed my mind. Because... I probably am lying about how much I want to get beat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can I can understand for sure. Yeah, I'm not like. It might not be as fun as it seems, but yeah, (laughs) right. (laughs) I was just pretending I'm not a masochist when it comes. Yeah, right. I got it. (laughs) Yeah, that didn't even occur to me. But now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm pretty sure my grandparents they were like really into Scrabble, like on this level of being obsessed with Scrabble. They used to go to AC Atlantic City and like gamble and do like Scrabble tournaments. Whoa, whoa. And that Making didn't that even like money. I didn't even make that s- tournament connection that you could do tournaments for board games. That's so crazy. One of the things they often use 
for gambling specifically is is the doubling cube because it helps them yeah. they sometimes sometimes they like double money and stuff like that that gets put down on like the bets actually get changed by the doubling cube do you do you often use the doubling cube or do you sometimes leave that out if there's no wages i don't usually like get to the point with anybody where i'm like i'm gonna introduce the doubling cube because it's like yeah. i'm already right. gonna beat you so if I bet against you, you're not going to take that bet. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like if right, I'm playing uh... on my phone, it does, I, I will double if I'm like, it's, and that's actually, I think like part of the skill part of it is that's actually just being able to assess the probability of you winning and whether or not right. that's a good yeah. bet for you. So it's kind of like, you know, are you going to take a card um, in blackjack, it's based on like the probability, how many cards are left in the deck, how far ahead right. are you, how, yeah. what's the probability that you're going to get which card. It's the same thing. Like if you are ahead by so much, it's almost impossible for someone to catch up. Uh, it's almost like the game is its own skill. And then the meta skill of like evaluating the game when using the doubling cube is a whole nother skill. Yeah. Mm. I get, I get the feeling Sarah, that when you play against people, you, uh, they like make two moves and you're like, okay, doubling, like double or nothing. What do you want? You know, it's like, she's one of these players <laughs> Are you who an immediately pulls player? up the doubling cue. Like, like now nah, I'm going to beat you. We all know it. Just, just fold, you know. I can usually <laughs> tell if I'm going to beat somebody within a few moves because of oh, how no they're playing. Wow. So right, if right, they're right, right. like, so you should use the double cube. If I'm like looking at them, basically, if someone rolls and they don't do the move that I would do if I were them, I'm like, oh mm -hmm. no, I'm gonna beat you. <laughs> Can you just tell by the just tell by the way that they roll the dice? It's like, oh no, you just didn't use your wrist correctly. It's like, no, I'm gonna beat you. Yeah, it's like if you saw someone you're like playing basketball against someone and you see that they're like dribbling it up to their eyeballs when they're warming right. up. Yeah, right. At that point, you're licking your lips, rubbing your hands together, doing the Looney Tunes thing where you uh, tie a napkin around your neck and pulling out the knife and fork from nowhere. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I can see yeah. it now. That's why you're always doing that, Pete, when we play one-on-one -on -one <laughs> against each other. That's okay. why That's why I always carry a fork and knife with me whenever I play Andrew in basketball, just for that <laughs> visual gag. Uh, most of the children on the playground <laughs> next door uh, think I'm insane, but uh, they'll get it eventually. Yeah, right. <laughs> give, it a, give it a few more years. They'll yeah. get the reference. I'm not brutal. I, <laughs> I sound so brutal. I'm like, I'll destroy anybody. But I, um, I usually like help people along. So I'll be like, yeah. After they do their move, I'm like, hey, you shouldn't have done this move. This is why. Mm -hmm. This is the move you should have done. And then we'll just mm -hmm. keep playing. Right, right. And I mm -hmm. genuinely like to play against somebody that's like a good match. Right. You're not in it to, uh, to rub it in. You're in it to get a good challenge out of it. Yeah, but now I'm kind of like maybe going to Google what the deal is with getting involved in these tournaments because I would Ooh, uh -oh. bring <laughs> <laughs> I would bring like a fan base. I would make it a production. It would be like you know, I would show up in like a boxer's robe. Yeah. And I would make it a big deal. Oh, I would wear glasses, sunglasses the like, whole time so people couldn't see my oh, eyes. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, how people yeah. do like that? A, <laughs> poker and on stuff? like poker 
World Series of Poker type stuff. Right, right, World right. World Series of Poker, yeah. You would yeah. earn like a nickname, uh, like the Desperado or some something like that. It's like, ooh, now we've got Sarah, the the Shark Hunter, Belle, coming to the. She's on table one, you know what I mean, or whatever. And you you have like a harpoon in your hand. <laughs> you lean it into yeah. a. Lean I it think into that I would. I could be like the. Um, what is it, Billy Madison? I could be like the person that like makes backgammon tournaments cool. Okay, right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For a new generation. Sounds like the least cool thing to say. <laughs> I could make backgammon cool, right. <laughs> teens, <laughs> teens rolling their eyes uh, out of their head as we speak, yeah. <laughs> well, no one cool is oh. listening to this podcast, right, so... Thank, so you're in good hands. Yeah, right. lucky you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Sarah, let me ask you: When you are not uh, playing backgammon, how, is that thing is the game sitting on the shelf, or are you displaying that thing? Um, and also, like, what kind of what kind of setup do you have? What kind of board do you have? Is it like a suitcase style? I wish I actually just have like a real crappy, um, just like a cardboard board. Right, oh, right, like right. Back of the checkers. <laughs> It's not any checker great. set, but I, mean, I do have it. It's, it's like on. It's like in the pocket of my coffee table. Has like little a little shelf on the side. It's visible. It's ready to go. Pull that out. Yeah. Okay. Got right you. Got gotcha. you. Coffee table. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> anytime. Anytime it's the like opportunity arises, the holster. You get that thing out. Uh, did we ask uh, Sarah how much you love hitting the blot? Is that a thing that you like to do in this game? You mean like putting people up? Yeah, the... putting people up. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How's that? Putting people up—is that, that what you call it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. I you could. I don't think that that's actually what. It's not called putting people up. Whatever you said is probably the right. I thing. like putting people up though. <laughs> um, putting. I think that needs to be the new. Phrase. Well, if yeah, it right. If it's, well, see, if, you're gonna. You're the one who's gonna make it cool. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna so we. So what you call it is what we're gonna for, all call it. Um, for all the yes. TikTokers. Hey, Andrew, put them up. I'm about to put you up, yeah. Andrew. To answer the question, though, I do love that. Yeah. It is yeah, very it satisfying. Great, right? I think that that's one of the other things in the game that make it skill-based is assessing whether or not you want to leave your piece vulnerable. So, like, if you're not blocking right. a spot and uh-huh. you have your piece on that pip, then it's like you kind of have to assess the pieces around you your opponent's pieces and like what's the probability that they're going to roll exactly the number that you have so if you're only one space Mm -hmm. up there's really only a two out of 36 chance that they'll be able to hit you because they need to roll a one or i guess it's three they would need to roll a double one a one and a something else and a one and a something else if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah right so it's like not that high probability you could leave that guy out there but if like there's yeah. a bunch of different roles that'll land on your piece, then you should probably not leave him out there. And if someone leaves it out right. there, I'm coming hey. for you because that's your fault. Hey. I don't feel bad it's about it. Put up. You're hitting that block. Yeah. So, so you're on record as saying you love to hit the block. I love you, to hit the you. block. And I didn't know it was called hit the block. Perfect. And hit the block actually already sounds pretty hip. Hit the block, put him up, you know? I love it. <laughs> put him up. Put him up. Put him up on stilts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. Sounds I'm like trying to. Jay-Z I'm going to workshop. Songs. Here, wait. I'm going to workshop like... some uh, some of this stuff, and you tell me, yay or nay. Uh, how about uh, okay. pull, pull in the big fish? Yay or nay on that one? 
<laughs> Definitely a nay. Okay, all right, fair, fair oh, enough. Um, uh, uh, mount the horse. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, all right, that's a nay too. Okay, uh, how about uh, uh, la ladder, ladder to heaven? No, I'm going to go with okay, nay on that enough. as well. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so it's a triple nay. Okay. Definitely, you're definitely not invited to my first uh, tournament. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, okay, maybe I'll just have one right next door, and I'll be putting them on the ladder to heaven all day, and we'll see who's... <laughs> we'll see who. <laughs> Pete, I really want to play. I really want to play you. I really want to okay. play you and see if I can beat we you. Can... Did yes, you guys play yes. each you other? Yes, you want to rub my face in the grin? <laughs> Did you guys get to play each other? Do you guys have you have? Mm -hmm. Do you have experience? Yeah, playing? yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, we play each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've we've played it a fair amount at this point. Um, and who who's better? Mmm, good question. Uh, I'd say we're pretty I think equal. Kind of even. Point. Yeah, I'd say we're yeah. pretty equal at this point, but we're not good. Trust me, we're not good at any of these games that we play. But um, so we would <laughs> no. absolutely get put up by you for sure. Oh yeah, I'd be hit. We'd the get block. Uh, you guys we'd get be... hit on the. Block. <laughs> yeah. Put you guys up. <laughs> oh, right. I'd be up pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah, thanks so much for um, jumping on the podcast with us. I really appreciate you um, spending time with us and talking about. Um, your love of the game backgammon it's, it's helped sure. uh, helped open our eyes to uh, to the passion that's there definitely and if you guys ever want to get your ass kicked mm -hmm. you can just let me know i think this is a <laughs> this is like a public this is to anybody listening out there oh yeah i'll i'll take anyone we'll on. put you in touch yeah <laughs> i might need to be we'll, we'll brought back down of... so even if i get beat it'll be like kind of humbling experience for me i'll take the experience right so, so if people do want to challenge you to a uh, rousing game of backgammon, uh, where could they find you, Sarah? Oh, I guess I'm online. I'm on Instagram. I have a website, sarahbellcomedy.com, that has got nothing going on on it right now. But maybe I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll add a thing in there where you can yeah. just message me, send, request me a time to play backgammon. I'll add it to my website. But yeah, check out Add my that website. Backgammon tab. Yeah, and what man. what is the uh what's the website again, Sarah? Sarahbellcomedy.com? Yeah, that's me. Sarahbellcomedy. Awesome. Um and and uh, how about any kind of social media handles that you that you so desire? Yeah, you said Instagram. I'm on right? I'm on Instagram. My Instagram is mm -hmm. Sarahbell um spelled mm -hmm. like my name and then U H M M M. It's not great mm. for marketing. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah that's pretty much it i don't really do anything else on social media cool that's probably for the best yeah i'm busy playing backgammon <laughs> yeah <laughs> we gotta unplug yeah yeah I, if we gotta uh, unplug and play backgammon yeah yeah if only if facebook was just one big backgammon social app i would be, be literally the i would be running it the mark zuckerberg of <laughs> <laughs> of backgammon book yeah, yeah. okay all right all right, Sarah, thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. That's Sarah Bell. Great talking to you. Take care. You know what? I'm getting a little hungry here. Ooh, why don't we uh, go ahead and order some bottomless apps? Bottomless apps.
Bottomless app. So we talking uh, what? Chicken fingers here, mozzarella sticks. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, bread that's bread sticks. This, that's what this segment's about. Sure. That's what we're talking. Potato skins. Um, but while we do this, Andrew, let's go ahead and take our pants off and brainstorm how to turn this game into a hit mobile app. Oh, I see. Let's get bottomless. We're bottomless, and we're let's talking discuss about this app. Oh, computer. Here apps. we go. Okay. Oh. Just need to take our pants off. Okay. For a second. Here we go. Unzip. All right, feeling good now, letting it all hang out. Uh, let's get right into it, Andrew. Mm-hmm. The pieces are going to be anime characters, okay? Every That's <laughs> how we're going to get the kids to buy this. Instead of these little uh, checkers or whatever you want to call them, they're anime characters. They say stuff like, Senpai, he's sitting on me. And then when they when you hit the blot, they go, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> that's it. That's how we, that's one of the major overhauls we got to do in this game that's well obviously that was in my notes as well you know how much i love that kind of stuff but uh you're a real otaku i'm a real taku you're a real taku <laughs> i would say uh seriously though if we i say this about all these two-player games you can never fr- find a free version of an app where you can play against friends over the course of multiple days it has to be like, right it's usually like if you get out of the app the game's over you right know what i mean like you have you to can't... be playing mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like i don't have to i want a words with friends type of yeah system on backgammon and why don't they have for that for sure. any of these games that for we play sure. except for I'm chess that's a good point that's a good point i'd say they could probably work a game with more skill into the app here to okay. get you like more dice or something like that because there's got to be more i in my opinion this thing is too light on skill and too heavy on chance for me so i'm um, opposite but okay so you're gonna you're gonna do something to like get your character more dice or something like that. Maybe uh-huh. like you play Frogger or Space Invaders or something like that or some sort of jewel thing. Something where you <laughs> can be jewel thing, something right? where you can be good at it. Like uh, you cut some jewel. fruit or something like that. Maybe a rhythm game, something like that. <laughs> and then you get like bonus dice when you roll or something yes. like that. Oh and yeah, then it's like well, and the boom, vice, boom, boom, total vice. annihilation. The dice hmm? will be like, of course, there'll be like flames coming off of them. Yeah, right? definitely yeah. flames. Yeah, for yeah. sure, they'll be on fire. Get some sick flames but then there. like you could also like your opponent could get one that's like all covered in like ice and you know like yes ice, and then you exactly yes 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 see now we're talking baby you know and then it flashes a bunch. maybe some blades on some of these things yeah yes. it'd be great oh cool or that was based on like you doing uh, something skillful to get those you could also just buy them let's face it we got to get well, some in-app purchases going on here yeah um to. and that's how we're gonna make some of the cashola i would say um for me one of the most satisfying uh, parts of playing backgammon is unlatching the little uh latch on this briefcase all right you know so good so in the app you can use your yep wait listen to this real quick oh yeah wait Ooh, this is a good you're a huge suitcase fan oh my god um so that's good every time you start up the app you actually run your finger along the screen to unseal it yes and unflip it and then it opens it makes a nice little satisfying noise yep and you know what? I think you stop right there. That's the whole app. It's, it's just, just an ASMR app. It just is. Uh, it, it's like I'm it's about a, to open the backgammon box, <laughs> and food, and there's some flute like, music playing in the back. Click, yeah. click. Yeah. Oh, that's it. You that's just. Good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Just put that on loop. I uh, need that app right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting tingly already. <laughs> So, yep, that's it. That's the whole app. Wow, that looks. I think we're about to be raking in the dough, and mm. just in time because it's about to get post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. 
post-apocalyptic. Oh no, the world is done. And there's only one copy of this game left. That's right, Andrew. You and I are fighting over this game for our tribes. The question we answer in this segment, what weapon are we bringing to that fight? Okay, how far are we going to go for this game to win this game for our tribes? Um, all right, so I'm coming and I am fighting over Backgammon, the last copy of Backgammon in the world. I'm bringing a rock. Okay, you're just going to bring a, bring a the old classic rock. Rock as a weapon, because you know what? Also 3,000 3, years old or yeah, whatever. 5,000. 5,000 years old. Right, mm-hmm. 5,000 years old, 3,000 BC. Okay. Unless you're listening to this podcast in the year 3000. Ooh, that's which... not going to age well. Man. <laughs> no, <laughs> that joke's really... That's just, this is way outdated. Um, okay, you're bringing a rock. Yeah, I'm bringing what a rock. What size would you say the rock Um, is? Yeah, just fist size. Okay. Just small. Classic. Well, actually, yeah, because you know what? If it, if this doesn't work out... It's not like a rock slim or like a rock pro. No, no, no. If, it's if, a classic rock. If this doesn't work out, I can just use a bunch of rocks to make my own backgammon. I mean... That's a good point. Let's say you don't win... Yeah, you just bring the bring a hammer down on this bad boy. Yeah. You got a bunch of checkers for. Yeah, That's maybe good. I should have brought a hammer as a weapon instead. But mm, well, it's too late. <laughs> uh, I've brought a feather because <laughs> I want to keep you, Andrew, as healthy and conscious as possible, so you can take this one back to your tribe. I don't want it, but I also want to be able to tickle you under the arms if you try and hand it to me. So you got to keep pulling it back until you leave with it. Keep so it don't back. worry, you can hold on to that rock. Yeah, yeah. Keep pulling it back, gammon. Back, gammon. Uh, puns, alive and well in a post-apocalyptic <laughs> world. They're, they're like currency. I will say, though, that because we didn't say which edition of it. If this oh, is a good suit, question. the suitcase edition. Ooh, that can be very valuable. You're right. I'm bringing a tank. I'm bringing a tank because wow. I want you're that suitcase. A, you're bringing the U.S. military. <laughs> <laughs> I Well, I, even in that case, I wouldn't want it as much as you, I think. It would be valuable, but maybe I'll just go into a, the dump and find my own briefcase. Or you know what? Maybe I'll just use a bunch of seaweed or something like that to carry around. I got a bindle. I got a bindle full of seaweed. Let's face it. I don't, gotta, I don't have to go to work anymore. I'm not going to be bringing stuff around with me very much anyway. <laughs> All your important documents? You don't yeah. So yeah, you can take the backgammon suitcase. That's fine. Okay. So we know that two can play this game, but uh, should they? Two could play this game, but should they? That is the question. Should two people play this game? We're going to rate this game on whether or not we think two people should play it on a scale of 0 to 100%. I have a feeling, but wait, I have a prediction before we okay. do this. Sure. I have a prediction. This is going to be the biggest gap between mm, our the two. Most divisive. The most divisive game mm, we have be. reviewed so far on wow. this podcast. Hmm. Interesting. I have a feeling. You got a feeling. So okay, let's find out. Who, who wants to go first here? I'll go first. Okay. How sure am I from zero to 100% that two people should play this game? Let me start by saying it's not all luck. Sure. But you know how you can tell that luck is a huge factor in this? Because every single year, there's a new backgammon world champion. It's always somebody different every single year. But in chess, the world champions last mm, three, six, ten years sometimes. That's how you know. Which means that I'm only 33% sure that two people should play this game, Andrew. Wow. You should have been a lawyer in that court case uh, where they were trying to decide if this is a game of skill or chance. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I feel I like you, ju- you might have just I was convinced- born in the wrong era. None you might have just convinced the jury of, of that. All right. Case is closed. The defense rests. Well, I think my prediction was correct. I happen to love this game. Ooh. 
I love the I love chance because I love surprises. I love being surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. uh it's quick, it's fun, it's for dumb people like me. I love it. I'm ninety-four percent wow. sure that two people should play this game. This is for the record my highest rated game even over that. You're spot. right. Yes. Even over Patchwork, which was your next highest rated game. Yep. Fascinating. This is my second lowest rated game right above battleship and below onitama for me and you know what that means is when you average out our score we get between the two of us 63.5 percent sure that two people should play this game leaderboard which fascinatingly puts it one point above Onitama, which was 62.5% sure that we should play this game. And uh, right below Chess, which we were 65% sure we should play that game. That was one of our smallest divides, Chess. I said 70, you said 60. Like I'll always say, we probably downplay Chess a little bit, but also it's kind of old. I mean, everybody's tried it out there at least. (laughs) So there we go, folks. That's where Backgammon falls on our leaderboard. What what place is it in on our leaderboard? Uh, That's a good question. Hold on. I can sort this (laughs) by whatever. And and here's what we'll find. So we, um, at this point, we've done nine of these. This is n- number six. Number six. Huh? No, seven. <laughs> Third from the bottom, which means here is a quick breakdown from best to worst. Why don't we do a recap? Why not? It's the ninth episode, and yeah. that seems like a nice people, prime number, you know, maybe. People, people always, it's not prime. It's but not prime. Well, okay. Well. People always do, uh, you know, the top nine things that you like. Yes, about this, you know, exactly. People love top, top nine. nine. People top love top nine. David Letterman's top nine. Top nine lists. People love top them. Top nine lists. <laughs> Coming in at number one, Star Wars Empire versus Rebellion, baby. That's still number one. Coming in at number two, Patchwork. Coming in at number three, Stratego. I'll fight you to the death. <laughs> That one should be higher. Number Ooh, four. Hive. Number five. Mastermind. You tanked that one. Number six. <laughs> chess. Classic. Number seven. Backgammon. You number tanked eight, that one. Onitama. <laughs> and number nine. Battleship. We both tanked that one. Yeah, that, that was, that's a bad game. So that's not only our cover of our backgammon leaderboard. That's just our leaderboard, baby. That's a whole leaderboard right there. So one question remains, Andrew. Are we cool? Are we cool? How cool are we? So are we still friends after playing this game? If so, how many points did that friendship go up by? Yeah, let's put our friendship into points here. Andrew, you know that's what we love to do. Love to do it. Did it go up? Did it go down? I'm feeling extra friendly today. Yeah. Our friendship went up. I can by, tell by your tone right now. By five points. Holy schmagolies. Five <laughs> points it went up. Five points. You're loving this thing, man. Love backgammon. Well, that's great. Shoot. That makes me want to play it more because I know it makes you so happy. Oh, that's nice. Um, For me, zero. It's absolutely <laughs> neutral. It didn't go up or down. It had no effect on us, in my opinion. All right. Just like this game had no effect on me. No, I'm being harsh. It's fine, but it's... It doesn't, uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I just find myself going, uh, after I play, I go, eh, I should probably play something else. You know what it is? I, th- I think this is honest. I just I just had an epiphany about what? this. I really think the only reason why I like this so much is because of the briefcase. 
the briefcase and the counting. Yes. I also like counting in my head kind but, of too. But not even that. It's just a brief like if if I had been forced yeah, if it was this rinky-dink to play other on, side of a checkerboard on this piece of floppy cardboard here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would not have. I just feel something about the little cups mm-hmm. with the felt. And it's the, a more of an experience with this. Oh my gosh! Group. I just you, you feel like sipping cognac while you're playing this. It's just yeah, like, for sure. I've never drank cognac in my life, but I would do it while neither I play have I. But I, you know, it looks looks like the thing you should. Looks like it looks something. like you should sip Probably cognac while you play. Yeah, no, come on. There's going to be cognac people knocking down our doors. We're on cognac's number uh, I one. I just lost all the cognac we listeners. We just lost all our cognac sponsors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really I hooks you because you're like, this looks so interesting. And yeah. there's different parts to it and the rolling dice to move and blah, blah, blah. But I just feel like after you get it, for me, once I get past that surface thing and I really start playing, I go, oh, yeah, I know this. This is fine. Yeah. I guess I'm a simpleton. No, I'd never say that at all about you, yeah. but I'd write it in our forum board. Catch yeah. me there. I go under the name Roth, Rough Dog <laughs> 2020 because uh, I got perfect vision about Andrew. It's where I roast him. <laughs> um, where, where can you find such lively discussions about two-player board games? Sure, can you? you can. I don't think we technically have a forum board on our website, but our website is, in fact, Two Can Play That Game Podcast dot tumblr.com yes. tumblr is free we love it we love free and you stuff. can find us there we'll, we'll post some you know updates and pictures and whatnot you and can always just google to can play that game podcast sure you'll, why not you'll find all of our stuff you know check yeah. out check out the twitter check out the facebook and if you want to roast us you can email us at to can play that game podcast at gmail.com so uh yeah check us out <sighs> i guess that closes the briefcase on Backgammon. I forgot the name of the game for a second. Yeah, there you go. I think case, case closed. I think you also should have been a lawyer in that case. Brief case closed. <laughs> so, folks, tune in next time unless uh, you get another friend. In which case, you should tune into Three Ring Circus. Yeah, that's right. Three Ring Circus. That's, that's that podcast where we invite a third person to play games on the grave of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey. Who we, the American people, sent to hell for their transgressions. <laughs> Yes. Goodbye. See you next time. See you next time. Followers. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?